Today's episode of You're Not the Worst is brought to you from the Russell Hotel. This hotel is a historic East Nashville church transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of your stay to local organizations who provide a safe haven for those in need in the Nashville community. Visit russellnashville.com to book your experience today. That's russellnashville.com, R-U-S-S-E-L-L, nashville.com. And while we're on the topic of the Russell Hotel, seriously, guys, y'all need to come check this place out. It is the cutest little boutique hotel I've ever seen. It is so Instagram. There's tons of cute photo spots where my girl's at because that's me. That's all I care about, honestly, is pictures and Instagram. But um, we'll go ahead and take some pictures of the hotel and put it on the Instagram so y'all can check it out. If you need a place to stay while visiting Nashville, definitely check out this hotel because it is super cute, super Instagram, and you're guaranteed to love it. What's ever... Okay. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to your first episode of You're Not the Worst podcast. My name is Avery. And I am Riley. And this podcast is just going to be a relatable comedy podcast hosted by two college girls. By the way, we are the two college girls. (laughs) You have to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're just going to jump right on into it. We're going to talk a little bit about our lives. Started. I'm kidding. So Um, you guys can know who we are as a podcast and as people. Yes. So for my life right now, I do video production and videography. So like right now I have been looking everywhere for like videography jobs and trying to make money and get experience and build my portfolio as a videographer. I currently work for a video production company. I'm also looking for internships. I had an interview last night. Like it was really random, like a Saturday night at 8.15 PM. It was like 40 minutes long. Um, I was for a marketing firm here in Nashville. It was like kind of scary, not going to lie. Um, I'm doing this podcast currently right now. I'm so excited to get it started. Traveling, oh my God, I have so many traveling plans. So I have a friend coming to stay with me soon, next week. And then after that, I'm going to go to New York with her. And then I'm going to come back here to Nashville. And then I'm going to go to Dallas to help my mom move. And then I'm going to go drive my friend to LA and help him move. And then I also have summer classes starting June 7th. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's June 7th? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was July. At least maybe mine are July. I don't know. I always get June and July mixed up for some reason. <laughs> what? Wait, are they like... Because I have summer classes too, and I know it's something 7th. I just don't know if it's June or July. It's probably June, right? Aren't there like two, like, aren't there like different sessions for summer? Are you yeah. like in the second session or the first session? I have no idea. I should probably check on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I haven't even gotten emails yet or Blackboard notifications, so I'm chilling until... Wait, I haven't either. Yeah, I'm just chilling until like the second I get a notification, I'm like, okay, it's time to start. Yeah, I'm I just don't not really ready to start, start getting them. Yeah, I'm just not ready for school to start back up again. Yeah, same. Um, okay, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about my life. Um, I have been in Houston for the past week. I was just home with my family. My sister just celebrated her 20th. So I went home to spend some time with her. Um, A little fun fact about me is I hate the outdoors and I hate hiking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, unless I'm sitting on a beach, 
I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. With a drink in my hand. Uh, I am 21, by the way, now, so I can say that. So haters oh. can't hate. Um, yeah, so, you know, just just a little bit about the trip. While we were there, she wanted to spend her 20th birthday on a hike in Austin. And so we drove up to Austin, and they told me it was a walk. And let me tell you, it was about a two-and-a-half-mile walk each way. We walked all the way to the water, and the water was really nice. We just, you know, hung out, drank, ate lunch, and then the walk back is what really did it for me. I I can't explain it, but when I'm hiking or outdoors in the woods, it brings out the actual worst part of me. <laughs> like, the darkest part of my soul comes out when I am hiking or in the great outdoors. I have allergies to everything. I get hot, I get tired, and I get in a mood, let me tell you. So we were walking back and my <laughs> my foot slipped straight into a big pile of mud where I then screamed and cussed a little bit. And my parents got mad at me because some people were walking by and they heard and saw it all happen. And then after that, um, my dad was trying to be all positive and, you know, trying to uplift me. And uh, it ended up backfiring in his face. I literally ended up cussing out my parents. I'm very not proud of that. However, that's on them for forcing me to go hiking. Is your sister like a nature girl or like not at all? No, she's definitely, she's not a nature girl, but she likes doing hiking and stuff and outside stuff and that's just not me i mean like for a birthday yeah happy 20th birthday let's go freaking hiking what I would literally like disinvite myself i was about to i literally told my parents i was like i don't know and then oh not even to mention we got lost and when i mean lost i mean we got lost and then we had to climb a fucking mountain to get back up to our oh car my God. I'm not kidding. I was on all fours, like pulling myself up. It was so bad. Okay, on to the next. Um, yeah, so I just got back and I had a really good time minus the hiking. I got to see my childhood best friend and her family and we just, you know, hung out and laid out, did a lot of tanning and yeah. When I got back though last night, I was like super sad because... I hadn't seen my family in so long and being with them every time I go home, I don't know why, but it's really hard for me to go home. Like when I go home, I feel like triggered almost and like all this past trauma comes up. But then at some point I get so comfortable being there and being around family that whenever I come back to Nashville, I always feel really sad. And like yeah. last night, I felt like I had a hole in my heart and Literally. I just I just felt like empty a little bit because I missed my family and yeah. hometown friends so much. We had, like talked about it last night like she was telling me like exactly what she's saying now and I was like I relate to that so much like when I go home I feel like I get super connected again and then when I leave it's like I'm missing a part of me it's like weird. Yeah like I feel definitely a hole in my heart and I feel sad and then it takes me just like you know, few hours and then I'm back to Nashville being my home and I'm back in the flow of things. But, you know, living far from home like you and I do, it's not 
easy. It's there's times whenever I'm like very thankful, but I definitely remember freshman year of college just being so sad all the time and just wishing to be closer to home. But now I'm at the point where Nashville is my home. Yeah. And when I'm home, I just want to be back here. So I feel like we definitely have set up an environment here where it's like we both have an apartment and we have a job and we both have like our friends, like a group of friends and like we have everything kind of set in place here. So yeah. it feels more of like a stable environment. Yeah. I don't remember who I was telling this. Maybe it was like my parents or something, but I was telling them how when I'm here, my friends are like my family. They're the only support system I have here. So I really cling on to them like I would a family at home. Yeah, I'm the same way. Actually, no, I take that back. I don't have as many close friends that you do here. Like my close friends are back at home um, or they're from my hometown. And then I rely on like literally you, my close friends at home and my family and like a few friends here. That's where we differ, I would say. Yeah, I definitely just like threw myself in. And now I I don't know. I'm like an extroverted introvert where I love to be around people. And like sometimes I need to be around people. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where I'm like, I'm exhausted from seeing everyone. I need to go hibernate for like two days and just get back with myself. Yeah, I totally feel that too. But yeah, some other things going on is uh, I have a job right now as a hostess. Um, you can come see me, but I won't tell you where I work because <laughs> I don't want to get stalked. <laughs> Not that anyone really cares, but, um, I just had an interview. <laughs> Not that anyone cares. I just had an interview at a med spa here in Nashville and I'm just, I'm waiting to hear back and I'm really, really, really hoping for this job. It seems like such a fun job. I'd be a receptionist at a, like, just like working up front at this med spa and, I think the best part about it, though, is the benefits that I would get from it. After three months, they'll, like, reevaluate, and if I'm still good with them and everything, um, I can start getting free services, such as laser hair removal. Oh, that's so clutch. <laughs> waxing, cool sculpting, injections, all the things. So I'm, like, really, really praying for this job to come through because it just seems like such a good fit for me, you know, you know, Avery, how into the beauty world I am, so. Yeah. No, I do definitely know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just summer classes are coming up, and. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not ready to get back into that mode. Uh, I've been in summer mode for quite a while now, so just not looking forward to getting back into that. Okay, so we're going to get into the topic of this week. Let's go. All right, so today we are going to be talking about dating apps all things dating apps, you know, being on the app, what she, what you should have, what you should showcase, and um, like what you look for in a profile, stuff like that, the mm -hmm. specifics. Yes. And we're going to talk about some of our first date experiences from dating apps. And boy, do we have some stories to tell you. For those of you who have been living under a rock, dating apps are exactly what they sound like. They are an app where you can see all the people in your area and you can swipe on people and read topics about them, get to know them a little bit. And if you match, then you can start messaging and then hopefully the goal is to go on dates. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. What she said. 
Okay, so I guess I can talk about Tinder. Like, that's the first one on our list is Tinder. I, like, I have, I hate Tinder. I just don't use Tinder. I've never had it. I think it's definitely a hookup app for sure. It's just like a one and done, like, see you and go, one night stand kind of thing. Um, Whenever I, like, see a friend that has a Tinder dating profile, like, they'll be scrolling through, like, their feed and, like, whatever and on each bio it's always like here's my snap yes and also like their instagram you know people are just looking for like instagram followers yeah um i did download tinder for all of two minutes um i downloaded it my freshman year i was so desperate just to like meet people in general i moved to the city not knowing anyone so i downloaded the app for a split second there and um funny story my iCloud is synced up with my parents, or at least, you know, the iTunes store. So whenever I buy or I download an app, it downloads to my mom's phone. <laughs> no way. Yep. And so I downloaded it, and maybe, like, a day later, my mom called me, and she was like, Riley. And I was like, yeah. She goes, why do you have Tinder on your phone? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I know you downloaded Tinder. And then she just, like, got all sad. She was like, please don't use Tinder. Like, Wait, is she against you using dating apps? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I think it's just Tinder's reputation. Nothing yeah. wrong with Tinder. Plenty of people get married. One of my best friends is about to get engaged with a guy that she met on Tinder. And wow. they're moving in together. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's just a hookup. It can work. But we're just going to, like, stereotype the apps right now. That's just the vibes that we've gotten. Yeah. Like we, like us personally. Yeah. So my mom called me and she was just like, please delete it. Like, I know you want to meet people, but this is not the way. And I was just like, okay. And I deleted the app. And then a few weeks later, I ended up downloading Bumble, which we're going to talk about Bumble just a little bit. Yeah. So we put that down as 50-50. So I know I haven't ever had a Bumble app or a dating profile on Bumble um i know that it is more where it's like girls can have the say where they can say yes or no yeah Um, with with bumble the girls have to message first right no guy can message you first which i kind of part of me hates it because guys say they want it but like a woman trying to impress a guy is not really ideal for the guy the guys like to be the one doing the chasing And what I've noticed with Bumble is whenever the girl reaches out first, I always find myself leading the conversation Mm. rather than the guy. And that's been the big issue because guys say they want an independent, they want a strong woman. That's a fucking lie. They don't want a woman taking charge of the conversation. They want to be the ones that are driving the conversation. They want to be the ones that are pursuing you. But my thing with Bumble is you're pursuing the guy because you're the one messaging first. Yeah. I mean, I agree with all of what you just said, but also like, I feel like it's a stereotype and it's like a known standard for guys to like reach out first and like take the initiative and be the one that's like leading the pack kind of like they are under the stress to do that. And I've heard that guys like it when girls take initiative. It's like, can go both ways. Yeah. I think it takes the right kind of guy. I think that's the more important thing Yeah, is it takes the you know a guy that is secure in his masculinity that's not gonna freak out about the fact that a girl is messaging him first or a girl is using pickup lines 
Yeah. And that's the other thing with Bumble is my biggest pet peeve is whenever girls message guys and they're just like, hey. Because then it's you? like, <laughs> you you know, you always get a what's up. And it's just like, I. It's boring. I hate it. Women, do better. If you find something funny on his account, make a line about that and open with that. Like. Like, TikTok has stuff like that all the time. Where, like, it will text, like, those, like, certain lines from movies. And, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, those, like, videos where it's, like, those girls will send lines from a song or, like, an episode of a TV show. And they'll expect the guy to, like, follow through with it. Oh, I've seen those where they're, like, they'll, like, quote a song. And then the guys are always confused at first. And some guys never get it. And some guys get it. And, like, that's how you know. Yeah, I always like to open with fun lines. Uh, usually I'll pick something off of their account and then I will, you know, open with that or like make a pun about it or like a joke about it. And that usually goes well. I see a lot of guys on, in their bios on Bumble being like, come up with something more creative than Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait, I actually like that you mentioned that. Yeah. Cause I think guys get so bored of girls opening with Hey, I know personally for me, from other apps, whenever guys message me, hey, I'm like, really? That's all you can come up with? Like, I just put a bunch of fun facts about me and I have all these prompts and they're there for you to use. But then you open with hey, and then it leads to this very surface level conversation of, hey, mm-hmm. hey, well, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And I think the conversation can run out very quickly. Like, you don't want to like have a full on deep conversation through the dating app. No, and I'm not saying a deep conversation, but you want to no. be able to banter back and forth. Right. And so if you pick a funny topic like that, you already have an inside joke with them. And you have their attention. Yes. And you can be witty and banter and all of that. Yeah. And I think it also, like, it breaks down the barrier, like, breaks the ice. It does. Because if you're just like, hey, then you just end up having this, how's your day? Surface level. And it's super boring. Yeah. We can do better than that, ladies. Come on. Use your creativity. Be a little witty be funny if you're not then just google something google. honestly yeah google yeah you should google something i need to do that yeah i always like the one that i get from guys where it's like congratulations you matched with uh, i'm just gonna use the name brad you know what? it'll be like congratulations <laughs> you just matched with brad choose from one of the following and it's like one a corny pickup line two oh uh, that's kind of cute yeah it's like select one and it's like one through seven and it's like, you know, press one for my Instagram, press two for my Snapchat, press three for a corny pickup line, um, text four for like, what's like, like a sexy pickup line, things like that. And I yeah. think those are so fun. Cause then like number seven is like, or all of the above. And mm-hmm. I always like to mess with them and do seven. Cause I'm like, now you have to go find seven different pickup lines. Yeah. I feel like it's also just like. It's through a phone. Like, that type of connection is the least personal you can get with someone. Yeah. Like, it's literally through a screen. Yeah, you got to find some common ground. You got to find yeah. something to bond on or laugh about. Because then that way, whenever you get to the meeting, you can have that to always break the ice. Yeah, you can mention it and talk about it. That's a good That's a good um, point. Sorry, I didn't know what I was going to say. Okay, next app is Hinge. So, I actually have experience with Hinge, and so does Riley. Um... I guess with my experience with Hinge, it's definitely more dating, not hookup, like less hookup-y. I did not get Hinge until sophomore year of college. I We are about to be seniors now, if we didn't say that before. My sister put me on it. 
and I first had my location at Nashville and all the guys were ugly and I was like no it shouldn't work out and like I didn't like it's boring conversations like like we just talked about it's boring conversations and like I didn't have a connection with anybody and I was like this is dumb um so then I changed my location to New York wow game changer let me tell you um the guys are really good there they dress well their profiles look good they all have jobs that are like, oh, I'm in finance, I'm a stockbroker, or like I do wealth, like private equity, I do surgery, like you know you what I'm got, talking about. You got the finance, bro. Yeah, you got the finance. But yeah. here's the thing with those guys, you have to catch them young mm-hmm. and while they're poor. Because the second they get money and they get hot, then you're done for. Dating yeah. in New York is notoriously notoriously bad because all the girls are so well-rounded and mm-hmm. so smart and beautiful. And, yeah. You know, and then the guys, they just have all of the choice. You know, that's why they run the dating scene in New York because they have all this amazing choice to choose from where the women don't have as many qualified guys. Yeah, and I feel like it's a lot more variety, like, of options. Because Nashville, it just was, like, southern white boy. And in New York, there was, like, so many different types of guys. That's the thing about Nashville dating that is so hard. It is so, like, this town is so white. Like, this town is in desperate need of diversity. Like, when I'm on the apps, it's all white boys holding a fish. And Oh, my God. When I see a fish, I'm like, no personality. No, it is an immediate no. Yeah, immediate no. Like, if I see a fucking fish... I'm just going to straight up and just press X. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the last app that we have on here is Raya. Uh, however, we cannot get onto it because we are literal nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who we are. We have a... We think we're like the shit. <laughs> I know. We have like a pretty small following on Instagram. We have like 27 followers, I think. Okay. On our, you know, on our podcast account. On our personal profiles, though, I don't I'm, know about you. I have about 1,800 followers, which is actually nothing. No, you nothing. do not. Yeah. Oh, my God, I have 1,400. Do you think that's how the I have 1,400? <laughs> 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 she also made fun of me yesterday for having my location in my bio. No, no, no. Not her location. <laughs> my city. Her city. Why is that such a bad thing? I think it's fine. No, it's just She not. talked about this loser of a girl. She's like, she's a loser. She has a city in her bio. And I was like, oh, I have a city in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I thought everyone did that. Nope. I think I have Belmont in my bio. I don't have Belmont. I most definitely do not have Nashville. I just think it's corny. I just put Dallas, Texas, and Nashville. Like where I'm from Dallas, where I am. <laughs> Dallas to Nashville. I don't say Dallas like with the arrow to Nashville. I don't yeah. do that. I just say Dallas, <laughs> Dallas and Nashville. I don't be like, oh, I just moved to Nashville. If you did that, though, I... You would roast me hard. I would move out. You would actually move out. Wow. <laughs> I'd be like, my roommate's a fucking loser. <laughs> fucking nerd. So sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about my app experience. Um, so I have Bumble and Hinge. I like bumble better just because there's hotter guys on bumble i feel like more people are on bumble rather than hinge um i i have found that bumble has hotter guys but hinge 
Yeah, but Hinge is more serious, guys. You know, I've only been on one Bumble date, and I've been on three Hinge dates, and they just seem a little bit more serious than Bumble. I don't know. So some of my app experience, I always like to, if I'm on Bumble, I always like to open with, you know, something witty. I'll pick something out of their account, um, out of their bio or their prompts to, you know, make a joke about, try to find some common ground and try to, like, create an inside joke. So by the time we meet, it's already, we already have something in common rather than just, hey, how's your day? We kind of, like, touched on that a little bit ago, but... Yeah, that's like always my go-to if they don't have anything in their bio or they don't have any prompts. I get really mad because I really rely on those. So I always will open with, hey, you don't have any prompts, so I can't open with a perfectly crafted, witty pickup line or something like that along those lines. And, you know, the guys are always like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, let me go add some real quick. And then They'll add some and then I'll create something. And it it just turns into like this funny little banter thing that goes on. I like, honestly, I've started to use it as like compliments. Compliments. Like for affirmation? Yes. Like I look at it and I'm like, honestly, it's the best thing ever because I won't go on it for quite a while. And then when I do, I have like 50 plus likes and I'm like, wow, I love that. It's just nice to go in there and just see the 50 plus guys being like, hey, like you're cute. What's up? Don't you think that's kind of shallow? No. You're allowing guys to go in and put themselves out there when you have no intention of even reaching back out to them. I don't have the intention of never reaching back out. If I see a guy that I will like, then I will reach out totally. I'm currently not active on it, but I still have it. And I feel like there's so many people out there. Like the guys are putting themselves out there, but they have to realize like they're not going to get a like back every time they like somebody. I just hate when I find a really cute guy and then I go to like match with him and I never hear back because he's not active on the app. Yeah, I mean, and that sucks, but like it is what it is. Well, then get off the app. Delete it. You want me to get off Hinge? Yes, if you're just going to use it for affirmation, you need to find that within yourself, Miss Ma'am. What if I do already, but it's just like nice to hear from a guy? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like it's just like... It's a fun little (laughs) playtime. Yeah, I I think I used to do that definitely in the beginning. I was too scared to go on dates. And so, like, I would just talk to guys. And then it ended up being, like, a Snapchat streak that I would have with a random stranger. And I just got really sick of it because I, like, had no intention of meeting them. I did that a lot through quarantine, which is so bad. I was just bored. And so I just wanted to, like, talk to guys. So I would be talking to like three or four guys at one time and then have no intention of meeting them whatsoever. Like they would all try to set up dates and I was just like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. So this year I decided that I wanted to get better at dating and I wanted to go on more dates. So I went on about, well, I think I went on three this year and then I went on one a while back. Um, And it was just kind of for experience. And then, you know, this past date is kind of turned into something. So we'll see what's going on with that. I I get kind of frustrated. Um, Guys have gotten a lot worse. You know, they're not, like, trying to impress us anymore. And I don't know how we fix that, but... They don't court. 
No, not at all. And like, I want to feel pursued by a guy and I never feel pursued. I feel like they always just want like sex or nudes. And at least at this stage in my life, that's just not where I'm at. So I always get really sad sometimes and then I'll like get off the apps for a few weeks and then I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back on. Let's go, you know? And then it, it's kind of like this wave where like I'm like, let's do it. And I go hard on the apps. Like phases. Yeah. Um, some things I've noticed is I'll get on the apps and we'll be talking. Me and a guy will match or something and we're talking for a little bit and then he'll ask for my Snapchat. I don't know why, but Snapchat is one of my biggest pet peeves with a guy because it always just turns into a random streak with a guy. We're not communicating anymore. We're just sending like, you know, our faces back and forth. Like We're not selfies. And yes. like you also like snap text and I hate snap texting. I hate snap texting. I know. But also I do want to Snapchat them before to make sure that they're not a catfish. Oh yeah, that's true. Riley has gotten catfished. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So my catfish story I got with this guy on Snapchat or no, I don't, I don't think we were even on Snapchat yet. We were on the app. I don't remember the whole conversation, but basically he was just saying stuff that wasn't really adding up. And I was like, I said something to him about like, LOL, is this like a catfish situation or something? And then he immediately blocked me. <gasps> I didn't know he blocked you. Oh, yeah. He blocked me and he unadded me from the app. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so, I wasn't mad. I was just like, what the heck? Like, I think I just got catfished. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. Um, that is just so weird. Like, why do people catfish? Like, it, it's not going to go anywhere. That's one of the things with the apps that I am very peculiar about. I always want to include pictures of me obviously I put pictures of me but I want them to like see the real me I'll include my whole body on there so they know what they're getting into not like risque pictures just pictures so they know what I'm going to look like when I show up I don't want to like feel like I'm disappointing someone and that's like things I notice guys don't do they'll use pictures from years ago where yeah. they look young and hot and then you like Snapchat them and they just don't look like the person on the account. I just had that happen recently with a guy and he's super hot on the account. And then I Snapchatted him and he looked nothing like any of the pictures he had on his profile. I mean, obviously it was him, but I could tell it was him from like a few years ago. Yeah. And I feel like it's nice when they also link their Instagram in their dating app. Yes. Because then I can see their other pictures and I can see their personalities a little bit more. Yeah, and, like, what they're tagged in and, like, their friend group and, like, a little bit more about them, like, a deeper dive into them. One of my biggest pet peeves that guys do on apps is they always have group pictures. And then I never know which one is the guy that's on oh, the app. yeah, yeah. And then it's always, like, the shortest one of the group. And pro tip, if your friends are hotter than you, do not put them on the app. Because then I'm going to be expecting the hot one. And it's never the hot one, bro. It's always, you know, the less attractive one, which is okay. Or wait, what are those? Sorry, I'm kind of getting off track. But what are those, like, um, prompts on Hinge where they're like, um, this is, like, on my mom's fridge. And it's, like, the hottest picture of them or something. And you're like, that's not. It. It's just, like, 
yeah you know that they're like just trying to flex or like yes this would be like us like it, this could be us and, and it's then like, they draw a picture yeah like, on snapchat like, okay yeah um and then another one is like like don't we can't talk if you don't like the office that one is a very basic Im- no that's a very important one for me Riley loves The Office. Yeah, okay. I, I am so obsessed with The Office. This really isn't a hot take. It is not overrated. <laughs> Don't come at me about this. The Office is the best comedy TV show that has ever been put out there, period. It had its time. Like, I loved The Office, too. But it's just like... Or it's like it's like random stuff. It's like, we can't talk if we... Or if you don't like this. And it's like the most random... Like, it, the most basic thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, doesn't like show, like, their personality. Yeah. But anyways, back to, you know, some things. I always notice, like, whenever guys give me their Snapchat, I'm, like, oof, I don't know. Because it always turns into them asking me for nudes. Almost immediately, we'll be Snapchatting for a few seconds. Next thing I know, they're trying to sext with me or do dirty talk. And I'm, like, I don't even know you. You, you're a stranger to me. Why would I send you nudes? The l- very least you could do is take me on a date. Yeah. I'm really not that hard to wine and dine. All you got to do is just put in like an ounce, just an ounce of effort. Yeah, I agree. Like they do the bare minimum and then they expect... Actually, they don't even do the bare minimum anymore. <laughs> the, what am I saying? The bar is so low. So low. You know, guys don't even, they're always asking for nudes or pictures and stuff like that. And I'm like, the least you could do is ask me on a date and then like, you know, just court me a little bit. It's so sad to see how low the bar is right now. Well, I mean, like the bar is so low, but I feel like that's like what comes with dating apps. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with dating apps, like, that's just, like, something that you have to expect. Like, you don't know what kind of guys on there. Like, you have to expect, like, any type of guy. And it's, like, there's going to be a few, like, a select few that go above the bar. But I feel like since a dating app is just, like, an easy way to find girls or guys to, like, hit up or, like, text or whatever and meet with, it's, like, it's already, like, such an easy way. They're not putting in that much effort. You know, as mad as it makes me, because guys, whenever we're Snapchatting or we're texting, they're always like, what are you looking for? And for me, I want to go on dates. I want to meet people. I want to make connections. And, you know, if it it goes in that direction, then, yeah, I would be open to dating. But I don't want to go on the app being like, I want a relationship. Yeah, because that's not true. You know, eventually I do want one, but just because I go on a date with you doesn't mean that I want one with you. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's the thing that guys don't understand because I can't just go on there and be like, yeah, I'm looking for a relationship because that's not what I'm looking for. Ultimately it is, but that's not exactly what I'm looking for with you because I don't know you yet. I can't make that statement. It's like a thing where it's like, take it day by day. Yeah. Like step by step. And it's frustrating sometimes as it is for me whenever guys are like, I'm just looking for sex. At the end of the day, I can't be mad because they're being honest. That's just what they want. And you know what? I get mad sometimes because I'm like, that's so disrespectful. But also at the same time, they're being upfront with what they want. And that's not what I want. And that's okay. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's like, as long as you're honest, you can't really get mad. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like as long as like they're honest with you and you're honest with them, it's like if you don't match on the same level of like what you're wanting, then like, okay, good. Like at least like now you know and like you didn't waste your time. That's very true. Because I would, I guess I would rather a guy be more upfront with I want sex rather than a guy trying to wine and dine me and, you know, doing all the right things, but only looking for sex. Yeah. That would suck. I hate that. Yeah. That's the worst. Nowadays, too, it's so hard with dating because it can walk like a duck. It can talk like a duck, but <laughs> it's not a duck. And in turn, that means oh, like yeah. they can say all the right things. They can do all the right things, but they don't have the right intentions. And that's yeah. what's so hard about dating nowadays is you never know what someone is actually looking for because people will do whatever they can to manipulate you to get what they want. And a lot of times it's sex. And that goes both ways. You know, they can do all the right things. They can say all the right things. But at the end, they don't have the right intentions. Yeah, totally agree. There's little ways that you can kind of figure out what their intentions are. It's like I kind of heard of people going on like daytime dates instead of nighttime dates where it's like go to like a coffee shop or have a picnic or instead of like going to like dinner or like a bar where like you're drinking and all that stuff. I don't know about you. Personally, I need a little bit of alcohol while I'm on a date because I always get so nervous. I just yeah. need, I need something to loosen me up a bit. I can't imagine going on a coffee date. I feel like it would be like an interview. Oh my God, wait, yeah. I can totally see that, yeah. That's just me personally. Sober dates, not for me. I mean, but see, like you don't have to like not have alcohol. You can go on like a picnic and have like rosé, wine. That's true. Whatever you want to do. But yeah, maybe a coffee date. You're like, uh, I feel like I'm in an interview. Yeah. Just okay. to clarify, I'm not like getting blacked out before a <laughs> date. I just, you know, have maybe one or two drinks before. And then, you know, while we're there, I always will order a drink just to lighten up a little bit. So some of my experiences actually going on dates, uh, I have some good stories and I have some horror stories. I'll get into those in just a minute. Um, But I've been on three actual dates and one Zoom date from the apps. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about the Zoom date that I went on. This was in the height of quarantine. So, you know, people weren't meeting in person. I also like to do like a pre-screening before I actually meet the person, just to make sure I even vibe and get along with them. So the first date I did on Zoom was an actual train wreck. When I got on, the guy was stoned out of his mind. And when I say stoned, he wasn't just like, oh yeah, I'm high. It was like he could barely form words stoned. He was he was so fucked up. And I thought it was the most unattractive thing I've ever seen. I was on the call for about 30 minutes and then I was like, yeah, I got to go. You know, I was just like, I don't, I had like really tried. I did makeup. I set up a freaking ring light. So the lighting was a one and I was actually, I know Um, I was actually trying for this date and I was looking forward to talking to him and getting to know him better because every time we had talked, it was really well. And whenever I hopped on, Like I said, he was stoned. He could barely form sentences. He kept talking about how high he was. And it was so unattractive to me, like, seeing his face, like, all, like, high and, like, he couldn't make facial expressions. It was so weird. I literally hopped off 
And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I got to go. And I hopped off the call. And, like, within a few hours, I texted him. And I was like, yeah, I just don't think this is going to work out. And he was like, what are you talking about? Why? And I was like, well, you showed up stoned. And not to mention, like, you couldn't form sentences. It was just very unattractive to me. And I don't think this is going to work out. And yeah. he was just like okay, I'm sorry for disrespecting you and your time. And I was just like, it's okay, but. Well, at least he was like, sorry, instead of like, you're annoying. Yeah, well, I told him. I was like, it was really unattractive to me. And I don't really appreciate it because we had this planned. I had everything set up. I was trying to impress you and you were laying in bed stoned. And like the angles, oh my God, I've never been more unattracted to a person the angles of the camera he was using and his face, like he just did not look good. And so I was just like, thank you next. Yeah. I mean, I remember you telling me about it and I didn't know that it was that bad. Like I didn't know that he could not form words that he was that stoned. Yeah. It was really, really bad. I could not get off that call fast enough. He told me he doesn't smoke that much. And then the whole time we were talking, the night before he was high and that night he was high. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I just think guys that like regularly smoke weed, like it's just so unattractive to me. I don't know why. I just feel like when guys do that, they come off as lazy and they don't care and they don't try. And it's like not even like if they're just on a date with me. If they do it as something that's like a daily habit, I'm like that literally just turns me off. I think it's not even just being stoned. I think anything to excess. A guy that plays too many video games. Mm -hmm, a guy yeah. that gets obliterated every weekend. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but nothing is more unattractive to me. Than like than addictions. Not even addiction. Just seeing a fucked up man that can't form words. I don't know. <laughs> I like to have a guy take charge and like, you know, be more masculine than me yeah i mean what was that feminine the, energy thing the that was key that was beautifully said okay so there was this tiktok they posted to whoa tiktok that we posted on our instagram and it said this girl was like she was like i whenever i like find a guy that's like too nice it doesn't work out um because he's too nice like my friends will say like why like do you want a guy that's mean and then she's like no not a guy that's mean but a guy that overpowers my feminine or my masculine energy with his masculine energy and like makes me feel more of like a woman i completely agree with that i think i, I have i think i definitely have more masculine energy and like like i said i'm very feminine on the outside but i think masculine energy is like dominant takes control yeah. independent loud you know and i just think that i have a lot of masculine energy so i need to yeah. find a guy that has more than I do, so then I can feel feminine. Like, to go more into depth, like, we're not, like, dainty, quiet, like, ditzy, or, like, someone that just doesn't like to take charge or be, like, the center of attention. Yeah, we're definitely loud, yeah. out there personalities. Either yeah. you love us or you hate us, and there's really no in-between. Some people find me super annoying, and some people love me. I'm either hilarious to you or I'm really fucking annoying there's really no in between yeah and it's like I feel like you get all of us like you're not just gonna get like a bit of us or like half of us like when we are in our zone like our masculine energy zone that we're talking about like you're gonna get all of us and who we are we're not like gonna hold back mm -mm. yeah 
That's us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also the first dating app that I went, the first date from a dating app that I went on, it was a guy from my town and he went to a rival high school of mine and him and I actually had met in the past. I completely forgot that we met. Uh, apparently he didn't. And I saw him on an app. I was like, this guy's cute. Swiped on him. And then he immediately was like, don't you remember me from this time that happened like my freshman year of high school? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And, you know, we ended up, he was like, let me take you on a date. And I was like, great. His car was broken. So I had to pick him up and we went and got snow cones. You know, things were going like pretty good for a while uh, until he brought up anime. <gasps> anime. Y'all. I just don't get people's fascination with anime. I know there's a lot of people that love anime. I'm sorry. I am not one of those people. I've only watched Sailor Moon, and that's about it. Um, but he got so in-depth on anime, and he was trying to get me to watch it, and he just would not shut up about anime. And I remember just being like, oh, my God, like, I need to get out of this situation, like, ASAP. And so... I was, like, trying to get him to go, and then he told me that in high school, he had the biggest crush on me, and it kind of just freaked me out because I didn't even, I had, like, a very vague memory of meeting him, and for him, it was, like, so clear, and he was telling me things that we talked about back then, and it really just freaked me out because I was, like, oh, my God, this guy knows way too much about me, and, like, He's had a crush on me. Has he been obsessing over me? And maybe that sounds conceited, but that's just where my mind went, and it kind of freaked me out. And then when I dropped him off, he didn't even try to kiss me or anything, and it was so awkward. And I just remember, like, driving back and being like, I'm never going on a date again. That was terrible. And I got off the apps that night for, like, a few weeks. Wow. Well, I've never been on a date through a dating app. But um, one of my dating stories, sophomore year, I went to a party with some friends, met this guy there, and it was, like, really, really cute. Um, oh, this is, like, one of the examples that we talked about, how they, like, walk the walk. Mm -hmm. Or, no, they talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Okay. So, met him at a party. He got my number. He texted me, and he was like, hey, did you make it back okay? Da, 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 da. Like, what's up? Like, what are you doing tomorrow? And then... We were texting throughout the week, and then he asked to go on a date, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, like, for sure. I love that. And then he was like, okay, let's, like, go out to dinner. We made a reservation at this sushi place called Oku. I don't know if you guys have been there before, but it's so good. If you haven't been to Oku, get in your car and go now. Oku's, Drive to Nashville, go to Oku. They also have an Oku in Charleston. Go to Nashville or Charleston and <laughs> go to Oku. Oku's really good. Um yeah, so we went there, and it, like, went really well, and he, like, you know, picked me up and everything. We also went to this, like, little Bumble party that my roommate was hosting because she was a Bumble ambassador at the time. By the way, the roommate is not me. Yeah, it wasn't her. Um, Yeah, this is sophomore year. So um, we, like, went to that, and it was fun. Um, dropped me off. And then this was the only time that we really ever went out on a date. We went to an escape room one time after that, which is, I fucking love escape rooms. Wait, that's actually really fun. He took so you to, fun. He it took was, you to do an activity. No, that was my idea. 
Oh, that's so good though. Well, like yeah, it activities. was it was like a double date, and it was really fun. But then after that, like it went all downhill. Did y'all escape? Yes. Oh, good yeah. Job. <laughs> that's so fun. <laughs> um, but like after that, went all downhill. Like he literally like just didn't walk the walk. We would just go to his house after like each like weekend, like go out to a party together. And then go back to the house, and he would always want to hook up and have sex, like always. And I was still a virgin at the time, <laughs> yeah. So I would, so I was like, no. But I was like, just not into like that yet. And he would always like be wanting to do it, and he, he just like stopped putting in the effort and stopped like, like I could just tell that something was off. And then weeks later, he was like, "Hey, I can't do this because I just got a job, and I'm a senior, and you're a sophomore, and." I need to focus on my job so I'm not, like, ready for a relationship. And I was like, oh, like, that makes total sense. Like, totally. So, anyways, then, like, quarantine happened, pandemic hit. I was in Nashville one weekend, and I hit him up, and I said, hey, like, I'm in Nashville. Would you want to get together? And he was like, oh, like, I'm actually um, not in Nashville right now. I'm with my family, like, and I have to go to a wedding, and it was, like, the weirdest thing, like, he was, like, but what were your intentions? And I was, like, what? I was, like, what does that mean? Wait, he was just, like, y'all, y'all are just texting normal. You're, like, I'm in Nashville. You want to hang out? And like, he's I like, hadn't texted him since, like, yeah. I last saw and him. And he said, what are your intentions? Yeah, he's, like, I can't, but what were your intentions? And I was, like, What? <laughs> free food <laughs> i was like i mean i just wanted to catch up like i was like I, I don't i don't know i don't have any intentions like what does that mean like i was like were you looking for someone to hook up with like was that what you're asking about what are your intentions with my daughter literally yeah i was <laughs> like what it was so weird um and like he told me that he couldn't you know date because he had a job and then it just like turned out that that like was just a lie you know, like, he, like, it, that wasn't the real reason. And then, like... Did you ever figure out the real reason? I, oh, my God. I kind of want to go back to the conversation on text, but I, like, don't think I have time right now. But, like, no. And he w It was just so weird. He was, like... Like, I was, like, just, like, what? Like, I was just so thrown off. Like, I think later... I was in Colorado the next week with, like, on a vacation with family. And I was already talking to a different guy. So I was, like, okay, whatever. But he texted me, he's like, I'm so sorry for being so weird. Like, I'm that was so weird of me to do that. Like, I didn't mean to be weird. Like, he was like, we can definitely hang out. And I was like, too late. Okay, well, are you, like, looking for a relationship? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, then I'm not going to hang out with you. Then I'm not your girl. Yeah. Yeah, I have another story with a football player. Um, I have had a lot of experience with athletes and specifically football players in the past. I know how they work. I know how they operate. I understand what they want. And I have also learned how to get what I want from them. Is that manipulative? Maybe. But let me just tell you the story about the time I went in on a date with this guy. So we had matched on Bumble a while back. And then nothing really came of it. And then he liked me on Hinge. And so I matched with him. And we were talking. And we realized that we had also matched on Bumble a while back. And we were kind of laughing about that. And he was like, hey, let's just go get drinks real quick. And I had just gotten home from a long day. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. So I go to get drinks with this guy. And um, he is playing football at a very well-known college. I won't name it. But anyways, 
we go to get drinks, and my first red flag should have been the fact that he 1,000% lied about his height. He said six foot, which I knew that would probably be a lie, but it was a stretch to say the least. He said he was six foot tall. I get there, he's probably about 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. He told me six foot. So that in itself, like the first second I was sitting in my car and I saw him walk up and I just remember thinking, oh my God, I, should I leave? And I was like, that's just rude. Let's go talk to him, whatever. And I don't want to be an asshole about height. I'm 5'5", five five, so I can deal with a shorter guy. I'm kind of on the shorter side or I'm kind of average, but I can do like a guy that's like, for me, 5'10". That's like my, I don't know. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go get drinks with this guy. I don't want to discriminate on his height. So I went in and drinks went really well. Conversation was really good. We were super flirty. We had good banter. Like he was checking all the boxes. And finally it got time to where we were leaving and he didn't kiss me. And I was like, okay, whatever. First date, he doesn't have to. I don't really care. And... I had a good time and that was it. I went home that night and he Snapchatted me saying, I should have kissed you. And I don't know why, but it is so unattractive to me when a guy is not confident and then they get all this confidence over the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whenever they're all cocky on the phone and then you meet them in person and they're like, mm. like, yeah. I need that confidence to match. And that's part of the masculine energy thing. Back I mean, to that. maybe they're just like nervous. Yeah, but if you're nervous, then don't tell me, you know? Yeah, don't let me know. <laughs> yeah, like, I like a confident man. And so he just told me, yeah, he was too nervous to kiss me and that he wished he would have. And I just said back, I was like, yeah, well, like, we got, we have time. Like, we're not, a, we're not in a rush. And he was like, bet, let me come back over. And I was like, <gasps> what? no, mm -mm, you're not going to do that. I'm going to sleep. That's what I told him. Yeah. And then the next day I was at the gym and I was Snapchatting him and we were just talking a little bit. And he said to me that he wanted to give me a workout. And, you know, he's a football player. Oh, my God. And I was like, fuck no. I was like, your workouts and my workouts are very different. We're not going to do that. He and to give you one. Yeah, I've had I've had like guys in like my football oh, player I thought friends you mean, like sexually. No, like give me a workout. Like let me oh, give you okay. Like let me give you like a set. Let me give you. Oh, okay. Wait, like, yeah, that's really weird. Why what you, you should that? do. I've had a lot of guy friends do that in the past. All of our guy friends think it's so fun. Like they want to like give workouts to the girls, and like th that sounds so sexual, but it's really not a sexual thing. Like they literally want to be like For go to the gym reason? and do this, just to, like be a trainer. I don't know. Oh, okay. Just because they know what they're doing and they, they assume. They want to show off. Yeah. They assume that we don't. Um, so I just said back to him, I was like, absolutely not. Your workouts are very different from mine. You know, he's a football player. His workouts are crazy intense. And I was like, nope. And um, he responds back and he says, yeah, anyways, those workouts are to help with doggy style. So... <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like you're kidding I was so confused I was like what workout could actually help with doggy style if anything it's stretching like well I mean there you go he just told you what he wanted right then oh, and there a thousand percent 
And so I just left him on red because I was like, oh, my God. Like, that wasn't even slick. That was so forced. That was gross. So, it was, yeah. It was just too much too fast. And I just said to him, like, you know, I left him on red. And he Snapchatted me again, and he was like, that was rude. And I just answered back, and I said, I'm sorry. That was kind of aggressive, and you freaked me out a bit. And he responds back, and he's like, Oh, so you're not about that? And I was just like, mm, not really. I, I mean, not right now. Not right now. I don't know you. Yeah. You're a stranger to me. And then right after I said that, I said, I don't really know you. It's too soon. And you're still a stranger to me. He blocked me on everything. Like everything. Blocked me on Snapchat. He blocked me on Instagram and blocked or he unadded me on both <laughs> Bumble and Hinge. Or as with guys that go for like the immediate like block. Yeah. Like I don't, just block. I don't know. But the worst part is like a few months ago I was driving and I saw him walking on the street and part of me wanted to run him over with my car. I'm kidding. Part <laughs> of me just wanted like I don't know. I was just laughing so hard. I was like, oh my God, that's the guy that blocked me for not having sex with him. Oh my God, like I just like I just don't get it. Like I don't get the blocking stuff. Like just don't text me anymore. Then like what what's the blocking thing have to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably just so that I'm not like, oh really, you blocked me and like going all crazy. He probably oh thinks, he thinks that you're gonna like spam him. Yeah, that's. Okay. I mean, maybe some girls would do that. That's not really me. I'm like, if you don't want me, I don't yeah. want you. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about my last one. This is the most recent and. This I is, have a lot of respect for this guy. This is the best date I've had from an app. So I matched with this guy a while back. I didn't really think too much of it. I didn't really think too much of him, honestly. I'm kind of like when I match with guys on apps, I don't really have high expectations, you know, and he started talking to me and conversation was all right. But still, it wasn't really anything that stood out. Like I wasn't like super into him just yet and I was I don't know like it just didn't really stand out I have lots of conversations with guys nothing about it was like oh my god this guy you know but he asked or I think he asked for my number or maybe I just gave it to him that's another thing I do I'll just send the guy my number and be like text me and Somehow we ended up off the app and things just went good we were talking for a little bit and he was like when can I take you out I've never had a guy say that to me before. So I was like, oh, okay. And uh, we ended up going out like right after my 21st birthday and right before um, everyone came in in town to like celebrate. And um, we went and got tacos and margaritas and the date just went so good. Like tell them like what he said at the end. Oh yeah. That was the other thing is like, it was going so long. It was like three hours. We were just talking so much. We clicked instantly and we just vibed really well and really like understood one another. And it just, ugh, I'm cheesing so hard. It just, it <laughs> went, the first day was so good. He paid for everything. We got drinks, all this stuff and like banter and everything was just spot on. And, you know, the server kept asking if he wanted the check. And part of me was like, okay, like, whenever he wants it, like, that's whenever we got to go. And, like, if he gets it early, then, you know, he's not really interested. But he kept postponing the check. He was like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. We'll get another drink. You know, all of that stuff. And so, I don't know. It's just really sweet. Like, we just clicked very well. 
And then everyone came in town and I've been, I got sick afterwards and it took me a while to be able to see him again. For our second date, we went and got drinks at this other bar. And once again, like it just went so good and we vibed really well. And now we're kind of like in this weird talking stage of like, we're like casually dating one another, but like it's not official yet. I don't know. I'm in that weird phase right now. So we're trying to figure out all of that. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of experience with dating and stuff and like seeing multiple people at once. That's something I'm trying to work on because I need to go on more dates. So I'm not fixated on this guy like I am right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, because he Kinda hasn't like locked it down a little bit. Yeah. He hasn't locked it down set. You know, whenever he decides he wants to be committed, then I'll do that. But until then, I need to see other people because I really like this guy and I still don't know like where it's going or what's up with that, but I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket if he's seeing other people too. Right. Okay, so shitty things is just like a little segment that we're going to do where we talk about shitty things that happened to us this week or like recently. So I'll go first. I, oh God, okay. A fling that I had for three months was ended two days ago and it was so sad. It was the most mature relationship, the most healthy that I have ever had. And it was with this guy that lives in Vermont. I met him through a mutual friend and he was just doing school and lived with eight of his guy friends here in Nashville. They were doing it online. So he was just here for three months with all of them and he left for Vermont actually today, this morning. Um, like I really needed it and I was so thankful for it and I'm yes. so grateful. It was definitely the healthiest relationship you've ever been in. Yeah. And I think it taught you so much. Well, it just came out of nowhere and like I was really scared to do it because I just got out of like a terrible relationship before. And I was like, I am not ready to date. Like literally like a week. I met this guy a week after I broke up with this other guy. And I was so not ready for it, but, like, I loved it. And it taught me so many things. Um, I mean, like, it was just really sad. Like, we both, like, were bawling, crying. Um, the thing that sucks most about that is you can't be mad at him. There yeah. was no toxicity. There was nothing that would make you want to break up other yeah. than the fact that y'all were living in two different states. Yeah. And you didn't want to do long distance. So it's like, like you don't he was ready for it. Yeah. But like, you don't have a reason to hate him. And that's the hardest thing when you're trying to move on is whenever you don't hate the person. And I mean, yeah, like the last relationship before this one, I hated this asshole. And then with this guy, it's like, I lost a best friend yeah. and it sucks. We can't do anything about it. And it's like something that's out of our hands. You know, it's like not a situation that we can fix. So, yeah, we just had to leave it and end it. And that's my shitty thing. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so my shitty thing kind of goes back to this guy I was talking about. Uh, things have been really good except one thing. Uh, before you ask, it already is on my red flags list. Um, <laughs> we found this out last night. Yeah. Or I did. Um, You know, I found out yesterday. So I'm really hoping he doesn't listen to this because... I'm going to sit on it and I'm not going to bring it up to him until, you know, I'm just going to sit on it for a bit. I did some sleuthing on the internet as one does. If it's out there, it's free reign. That's my opinion. If you're trying to be shady, don't put it on social media. 
last weekend, this guy I was talking to told me that he had one of his past coworkers coming in town and that they were staying with him and, you know, he was really excited to see him. The person was from Dallas and they, uh, you know, they were just going to catch up. And the whole weekend, he would only text me like one time during the day or talk to me one time during the day. Like I was ignored basically this whole weekend. And I remember last weekend just thinking, what is going on? Like he's never done this before. He's had friends in town before and the whole time he was talking to me, why is he not talking to me this time? I found out that the coworker that he told me was a he was actually a she and I found out because I looked at his tagged pictures on Instagram and she had tagged him in the picture and she came to visit him. And that's why he wasn't answering me because he was with a girl. <sighs> yeah. Um, like I said, we are just casually dating right now. So I can't be mad. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything wrong technically. I just don't like the fact that he lied and told me that he it was one of his guy friends coming in town and not yeah. one of his girlfriends. I, I don't really understand his purpose in lying to me about it because we're not dating. I he, just, yeah, sorry. He can have a girl come if he wants. But, like, it just bothers me that he lied. Yeah, I feel like once someone lies, it opens up a whole new thing mm -hmm. for someone to be like, what else have you lied about? Yeah, well, other things that bother me, too is I have commitment issues. And so I've expressed that to him and how being vulnerable makes me really nervous and opening up to someone. It's not something that I do often. It takes a lot for me to open up to someone. And for me to do that, I have to really trust them. And he always was like, trust me, trust me, you can trust me. And now like that trust is completely gone. So I don't know. I'm just going to try to have to figure out how I can trust him again or if I need to break it off. I don't know. I have it written down and just so I can remember everything, but we're just going to have to see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, like when someone lies for the first time and like you find out about it, they could not have lied about something before at all. Like this could be their first lie. But to the person that's, like, on the receiving end, it's, like, they still have that anxiety. Yeah. Like, and they still worry about, like, stuff like that. You know, it's, like, they start to worry, and they start to get anxiety, and they start to second guess and debate and back and forth and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it sucks. It's, like, a mind fuck kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't really understand his purpose in lying. Some people are telling me, you know, he just didn't want to hurt your feelings and tell you he has a girl in town. You know, all of that stuff. I don't know. I just don't really think that he should have lied about it. That's just me. I think if I had a guy coming in town, especially if the guy was a friend, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm having a girl or like one of my girlfriends is coming in town. If it's truly something like not to worry about, then I wouldn't lie about it. Yeah. So... Was he hooking up with her? I don't know. Do I trust him and the fact that it, it's just a friend? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. 
Follow and DM us crazy stories and shitty things at You're Not the Worst Podcast. That is U R N O T T H E W O R S T P O D C A S T. We will link a Google form where you can anonymously enter in stories. Follow and subscribe to us. <laughs> we will we will be uploading new podcasts every Wednesday and we will have our website up and running soon. And you can find all of our social media through You're Not the Worst Podcast. My personal Instagram is Riley Nelson18, so you can give me a follow there. Mine is Avery Blessing. So you can give me a follow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining in with us. Yeah, thanks for joining us on this journey of our first episode. Bye, guys.